Welcome to the Mind Mold. I'm Logan DeGraffenried, and with this episode, we're going to touch on a couple of nerves. But before I do, I want to tell you a story, and I want you to tell me if I'm talking about you or somebody that you might know. And this is the story of a kid who's broke, hungry, timid, and this kid, day by day, tries to put on a confident face and tries to flex on Instagram and do whatever, try to make it seem like he's living a life that he isn't, a luxurious life, a glamorous life, you know, the life that everybody wants. And because people saw that, he would always receive praise from everybody talking about, oh, you're so talented, you're so creative, you're so insightful, you're so artistic, you're so athletic, you're so caring, you're so clever. With all that potential, why don't you cultivate and do something with it? And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to lie, beneath all that flexing and all that pretending he was doing, this kid did have some raw talent. He really did have all these traits that people were praising him for. So the kid ran with this and he decided to start a hundred projects weekly off of the hundred billions of ideas that were coming to his head constantly. And with each and every single one, he carefully planned each detail and he always talked so passionately about whatever he was into and about what he was going to do. And he told everyone his plans about what he was going to do and how big he was going to make it, but he didn't realize that he'd fallen into a trap. So the kid felt as if the moral support and the kind words from those he explained his plans to were enough. And he showed everybody this vision and this goal of his that he never actually got around to creating. And the truth was, he didn't believe that someone like him could achieve something as big as that. And deep down, he felt he wasn't worthy, let alone capable of building this amazing vision of his. And what's worse, he feared that if he tried, he would fail and let everyone who supported him down. There is a two-letter word in the English language, and it's a combination of the 14th and 15th letter of the alphabet, and it can form a word powerful enough to stop anything in its tracks. The word is no. And if you relate to this kid, then you relate to me, because that word used to be my worst enemy, and it likely is yours too. I hated this word so much that I would do something, even if I didn't like it, just because someone told me that I couldn't. And I remember hearing, if you want to be sure whether your goals are of spite or not, explain your plans to yourself and finish with, that'll show them at the end, and see if it fits. I know lots can relate to doing things out of spite to show people that it can be done by them. However, I didn't have that spite to work off of, because I was receiving only praise. Again, no matter what I did, the people around me would always tell me how great at it I was, and how much they're looking forward to new things. And I'm not just talking about family, my friends would do this too, and I'm not bashing y'all for being supportive, trust and believe, I'm grateful from the bottom of my heart that you are. But because it had seemed that I had already met your expectations, I didn't feel the drive to improve and to show you that I can be better. So without having people to prove wrong, what am I supposed to do now to motivate myself and find that within myself to start these journeys? While I was trying to find the motivation, I discovered one thing. If you continue to talk about your goals and yield no results, you're already on the path to failure. Reason being is because talk is cheap. At the end of the day, if you're not putting in the work to make your goals and plans and dreams happen, then they will remain just that, dreams. And your plans and goals will never happen because you're too busy daydreaming. See, how I got trapped is I got stuck talking about what I was going to do. And I would stay talking about my plans, talking about what I was going to do. And a year later, I had gotten nowhere. Absolutely nothing had happened for me. And my plans were still just that, 
plans. See, the planning phase is very, very, very hard to get out of because people like the planning phase because it's no risk involved with it. And they can tell themselves that they're sitting here working on their dreams as much as they want when they're really taking no action at all. Now, don't get me wrong. Planning is a great thing and it should be done no matter what goal is to be achieved. However, if you get too stuck in the planning phase, you will never get around to executing. So how do you get out of the planning phase and into the execution phase? I understand that you're very excited about your new projects and what you want to start. However, people aren't going to believe you until they see visible results. So don't tell anyone your plans ever. Just allow them to see your results once your fruits have come in. What this did for me is it kept me accountable. It made me forced to align my words with my reality and my actions. So if I said I was going to do something, I had to be about it. If I said I was going to start something, I had to finish it. This served as kind of a mental check in my head to where I wouldn't say anything unless I had something to back it up with. If I said I was doing something or I was planning something or I was finishing this project, I wouldn't say anything or tell them anything unless I had something fruitful to back it up with. However, ultimately, that alone is not going to help you. If you're not being as productive as you can and you're not taking the necessary massive action that you need to make your goals come to fruition, then you need to get to the root of what's really going on. Like many people out there, I thought that these extra hours of sleep water and youtube tips were gonna help me achieve my goals but at the end of the day those are very superficial things and they do not help you to get anywhere i'm not gonna deny the efficacy in those things and helping you to get an extra edge however if you want to get to the root problem seeking out those things is not going to help you at all reason being is because trust me i've been there before and chances are the real reason is buried underneath everything you feel you're doing right Trust and believe that this will definitely take some really deep digging to figure out. What do you fear? How would that affect what you're doing now? What are your past experiences? What were you traumatized by that you might be suffering from now? What are you going through right now? How would that weigh on your mind and affect how you go about your goals and go about your life? And most importantly, what can you do to achieve in spite of all of that? Ultimately, figuring this out comes down to knowing yourself to the best understanding that you can get. And journaling for me really helps with this because if it weren't for journaling, I would have never known that I was this type of dude who would start so many projects and start so many micro businesses, quote unquote, and never actually get around to doing them. I've said that I wanted to sell my art. I wanted to sell candy before. And mind you, this is when I was a little kid trying to make more money. This wasn't when I was like looking at the bigger picture of what my life might become. I was just trying to get a little extra cash for a video game. And I couldn't even do that because I was too scared of what would happen. And I've just gone through so many things and lists of what I could do to achieve my goals. And I never actually got around to doing it. Just knowing about these things in and of themselves is not going to just squash the problem like that. However, being conscious of it and making your decisions with that in mind is going to help in the long run as you can make your decisions and act in accordance to avoid these situations. Not only that, but journaling can also to help you reflect 
on your past growth and past mistakes. I'm going to make a whole nother episode on the importance of journaling and why everyone should be doing it. But just make sure that you're always journaling down your thoughts, always journaling down your emotions, always journaling down everything. Right, 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 right. Because it helps you to know yourself to the fullest. Once you've realized your fears, realized what might have been holding you back, what's important also to realize is that comfortability will not get you anywhere. Now, why do I say that? Realizing your fears is important, but at the end of the day, if you want to achieve anything, if you want to achieve your goals and live out your dream life, you have to conquer them. And those who are in search of comfort can never conquer their fears. You know, there's this man named David Goggins. I'm not really sure if any of you are familiar with him, but he says if you can get comfortable doing things that you don't like, on the other side is greatness. To an extent, there is a correctness to that, as most people who are great and doing great things had to get through something in their lives. For example, for working out, if you want to build your dream body, what do you think laying on the couch is going to do for you all day? What do you think being comfortable is going to do for you all day? However, if you're going to the gym, working out, coming home sore, getting up out of bed the next day, feeling like you cannot walk. You're extremely uncomfortable, but at the end of that tunnel, you will see your dream body, and I guarantee it. Even for something as simple as waking up an hour earlier than you're used to, to, you know, get in that extra run, get in that extra little bit of work, get in that meditation, get up early, and even try to work on your side hustle for a little bit of side money if you want to. But you can pretty much do anything you want with extra time on your hands because as the saying goes, time is money and those who wake up early definitely make more money. Why is that? Because they have more time to do what makes them money and what makes them successful and what achieves their goals. But nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to wake up early. If you think about anything being comfortable, myself included, my perfect day would be sleeping in. You know what I mean? I don't want to get up early and do things. I don't want to get up early and start my day an hour earlier than I'm used to waking up. But if that's what it takes to get things done, then so be it. There has to be sacrifices that you're willing to make to get to your goals. I know that you will achieve greatness, but my believing in you is nothing to your belief in yourself. Nobody's going to believe in your dream like you do, and nobody can make it happen but you. And if you get anything out of what I'm saying right now, please at least get this. Do not leave this earth with a single ounce of wasted potential still in you. Every bit of blood, sweat, and tears you've got has to be poured into your dreams. I don't want to pass having been able to do more with my life and achieve more and be greater than I was when I was still alive. I don't want my dreams and creative ideas to die as just those dreams and creative ideas. And that is far more fearsome than failure, at least in my opinion. Okay, that's going to be all for today's episode. And I thank you for tuning in. I wish absolute wealth, health, happiness and abundance for you and those close to you. New episodes are coming out at least twice a week. So remember to tune in. Stay well and stay blessed.